everybody, and welcome to the 50th episode of the Sarah Paul Jr., the Sarah Paul uh, Jr. <laughs> 50 episodes, <laughs> this is where we land. This is where we land on episode 50. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, I am so excited for, I, for what we get to talk about. I was so excited after this weekend to be like, I got a couple things to talk about. We saw Shazam together. It was all good. And then you're like, hey, I got a fucking ringer to throw at you. I do. For episode 50, <laughs> two hours before we fucking record. <laughs> hey, you know, that's, that's just that's what the nature of improv. That's what happens. You just got a yes and to move forward. Exactly. Uh, if you haven't already known about this podcast, welcome to the 50th episode. Um, and I guess I'm sorry that this, first, <laughs> that this will be your first episode that you hear. Uh, but I am one of your hosts, Dale Decker. On the other one, Zach Sarawick. <laughs> Although, so that is excited. not what it says. That is not what it says on my official state bartender certification that finally freaking came today after three weeks. What it in fact says is Zach Sarawick oh, awesome. with an A. Oh my because God. despite the fact that it was a freaking bubble sheet that I filled out, the computer still managed to spell my last name wrong. Just continuing a process that East Providence has been doing for 30 years. So, <laughs> that's you know the entire time i was in new mexico a state not known for its polish inhabitants mm. no one spelled my name wrong yeah <laughs> but here entire it's time like... <laughs> here that's like really surprising <laughs> oh my god um so does that like discredit your your um I don't think so. I mean, I could probably call them and have them fix it, but I mean, it's, it's literally a whole, just a whole, whole month. It's not even like a full plastic card. Like, it's not like a hard plastic credit card type of thing. It's yeah. one of those like, those like cheap plastic. Like, it was perforated into the thing. Like, a computer very clearly just printed on that in this from this giant stack oh, of sheets man. that's probably there. <laughs> that's so funny. But hey, oh, you got it, and congratulations. Yeah. Yep, I got it. They can't fire me for that now. They can only fire me for being bad at my job. <laughs> I had my first bartending uh, just like uh, shift and I spent the first half of it thinking I was still at Target and I would have to move as fast as possible. Oh, really? And so like at some point the guy that was trading me was like, you should probably take like a breath. Relax. They're not going anywhere. You're not timed on these things. <laughs> that's nice though. That's kind of refreshing. Like yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, for years because I've been in retail since 2007, yeah. and even before that, when I was working at the carousel, like technically, that you know, I was still kind of moving fast for that. So, like for most of my working life, has been you need to move customers as quickly as <laughs> possible. And this is the first one where it's like you can you can relax. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I totally get that. All like the retail job and the multiple food jobs I've had, it's always like, yeah, we gotta. You got to be a little bit quicker on your feet. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's awesome. So, yeah. So, that's the last, that was the last hurdle that I had to get little... through. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, oh, man. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> I also did something else this weekend. What did you I'm do trying to weekend? delay your conversation because your conversation, I just can't believe still. I'm just I, wrapping my head around it. But I have other we things to talk about. <laughs> Kinda. I refuse to believe that the way you wanted to start this episode. <laughs> but um, I have a D and D update. Oh yes. For Marty. Beautiful. Uh, the doc was not available this time oh, around, unfortunately. So he was. It was great is that his character was there, but his character did nothing. Oh. But I had my first official D and D battle, Ooh. which was great. But first, <laughs> um, so the the. Story so far on this is again we all hung over and then met in town and left town. That's as far as we got. This time we got a little bit down the road. <laughs> it's about as far awesome. as we got because we keep dicking around, which is partially my fault. But we we were talking. I forget why we were taking. Oh, we had to pick up like one other character because someone else joined the game. So we had to like write in picking them up off the side of the road, which was also fun. But 
our, our group, or the six of us at this point, are walking down this road, and we see a campfire in the distance, and I immediately was like, can I, you know, perception check and all this stuff? Who do we see? What's going on? It's like, well, you see two people and a puppy Aww. around a campfire. Our orc. Now, our group is made up of, like, two dwarfs, a halfling, a couple of humans, and a half-orc. Awesome. So it's basically Snow White and the seven dwarfs walking down the street, <laughs> walking down the road. That's awesome. And our orc immediately goes, I run for the puppy because I want to pet it. I and I was mean... like, oh, we and this is what comes out of my mouth because it sets the stage for the rest of the evening, which is I say, hold on. Can we smell anything coming off the campfire? Do we kind of can we just make sure they're not like cooking people or something just to before we go running at these people? Smart. Yeah, that's the sentence that comes out of my mouth. I mean. Yeah, I it's, thought it was a fair a, question. That's a fair I thought, question. I thought it was a fair question. Yes. My group did not. Oh. <laughs> My oh. group immediately was like, why do you go to eating people? <laughs> I was like, what? I think it's fair to wonder if there's things out in the woods eating people. We don't know. I mean, especially <laughs> in that like, setting. Yeah, they're like, they're like, it's two people and a dog. Why do you think they're, what do you think the people came from that they're eating? It's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so... We go running at these two people sitting at a campfire. Our orc immediately runs up to their puppy and is like clomping toward this tiny little thing. And so they immediately scoop up the puppy and I go running up thinking I'm going to solve the situation by stepping in front of the orc and saying, don't worry. We don't think you're eating people. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is the first sentence I say to these things. So, started off great. Oh, man. Started off wonderful. Then, as we're all sitting there by the fire, because somehow we did not get kicked out for, by these people, That's we good. invited ourselves to their camp. We took, we sat down with their fire. We asked them for their food. <laughs> Our halfling. They, not human food? <laughs> yeah, like, I walked up. non-human? I walked up, and I was like, I, I, like, after I make that embarrassing start, our halfling, just adding on to things, goes, do you have any food at all? It seems kind of rude that you would just not offer us food when you have guests over. <laughs> so, like, oh, my God. So we're great. <laughs> but then the actual battle happens, like, the middle of the night. We're like, we're all going to keep watch because we heard wolves in the woods or something. Yeah. We get attacked by what ends up being, like, 10 wolves and 15 goblins because our dm is crazy oh, I, think he, I think he literally i think he literally rolled a die i think he said how many wolves come at you and he threw a die down. <laughs> how many goblins are there and rolled a die and just went with wow. these numbers <laughs> at some point we we're like this fight's going on forever and it's like 10 30 he's like yeah well i thought we would get here like an hour earlier than we did but you guys <laughs> wouldn't stop but you had a pet the puppy <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like you guys wouldn't fuck, wouldn't stop fucking around on the road. <laughs> I looked at him. I was like, well, he gave us a map of our things, and I was like, are we even to this first destination yet? He's like, no, that's like another day away, because this was like just the first half a day that you were walking down the road. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> but I killed things. I solved the problem by hitting a bunch of goblins in the head. Nice. So we're all good now. <laughs> good. And you're on to greater adventure. We're on to Is we're the on to the next morning. From that exact same spot where we still have another day to get to the first of our <laughs> destination. Did you, did you guys take the puppy? We haven't yet. We haven't left yet, so I oh. don't quite know. I don't think we're getting the puppy. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. That's... <laughs> yeah. I just immediately, like, I made an immediate character decision that I was like, mm, Marty just assumes the worst in every situation she walks into, <laughs> but doesn't want to be, but still wants to be polite about it. So she just walks in. It was just like, we don't think you're eating people. <laughs> and then it turned out that said... they were like, it turned out that they were like twins. Oh <laughs> I just made sure they were twins, but they, like, the DM said something about them both wearing rings. And I was like, hold on. Wonder twins? <laughs> this is not, well, we got there eventually. I started with the, okay, so these are like fairly heirlooms, not like they're twins that are also married to each other. And oh. again, they were like, why would you go there? Oh, my God. It's like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. I was oh, like, my God. Just peep, woods people that marry their cousins <laughs> and eat people. I don't know. Woods people. Woods people. We're not in the real world. <laughs> We're in worlds with orcs and half orcs. It's and not Game of Dwarfs. Thrones. Don't worry about it. You don't have. <laughs> oh my god, no! 
I I got instant was like, oh, Wonder Twins. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was the next thing that happened. All of a sudden, someone else was like, could you just, have you ever tried just putting them rings together, see what happens, see if you transform, <laughs> anything like that? <laughs> you might need a bucket of water in the morning for this fire. <laughs> oh, yeah, you might need to be a wolf to eat us he, and get yeah, away. That's true, too. <laughs> Uh, oh so God. still That's making great. friends and influencing people in the fantasy realms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how have you been? I've been good. Um, so as as you mentioned, we saw Shazam together, um, which it was okay. I mean, I don't have much to say about it other than it was okay. It was a movie. Um, like, yeah, not the best movie. No, delightful um, little comedy. It was yeah. fine. Fun, as, fun for the PG-13 yes. crowd of family crowd, exactly. I guess. Exactly. I mean, as we talked about it, I realized, like, and we all said this, like, I realized how, how, how bad it actually was. <laughs> like, even, even uh, on the way home after we dropped you off, Devin and I continued talking about it, and we just talked about how, like, Zachary Levi did not feel like the same child that turned into Zachary. Right, because the kid was like, when he was a kid, he was so quiet and non-committal to things. Yeah, exactly. But, like, Zachary Levi started, it was so weird. It was, it was a weird movie that critics are loving. I mean, yeah, that's the other thing. People are also loving it, so whatever. We're not gonna, like, knock anybody who enjoys the movie. I had a fun enough time with it. I'm not, like, whatever. While I was watching it, while I was watching it, I had a lot of fun. But then we kept discussing it. Yeah, this is one of those things where if you start pulling at the threads. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's exactly, yeah. And it, kind of like the inverse of Spider-Verse. The more I talked about Spider-Verse, the more I liked Spider-Verse. It's weird like that. Um, But, and like I could talk about free play and all of that, but I want to talk about my my parents' first uh, experience at Julian's. Which is a place I don't think you've been to because we had this discussion that you have not been to Julian's. No, as we were driving around Providence yes. and we kept looking at places, and Devin was like, "Well, we got to go there now." Yeah. Julian's was well, not one of those places. You have not been. You have not been to Ogie's, and now you have, and now you can say that you know what Ogie's is, and you're like, "Meh." <laughs> <laughs> Ogie's, but, the Shazam of bars. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> um, that's, I want that on a T-shirt that like only we understand. <laughs> <laughs> um but julian's is like this um i don't know it's a really small like quote-unquote hipster place i guess um and it's a very very small like cool little restaurant they have really good breakfast they do brunch l- breakfast um really good food and they they have like a full bar as well so we go there because we we had like a gift certificate or whatever and my parents had never been there. <laughs> and we walk in and there's a 25-minute wait. And this is the type of place where there's no, like, seating. It's just a place you just kind of need to stand. And you're basically inside the restaurant standing in between two pe- tables of people eating. So, like, you're standing in between these tables staring at people as they eat. <laughs> And you have nowhere to move, really. Com- comforting environment. That, yes. Uh... Uh, yeah, exactly. So we're standing there, and um, I don't. My dad was like, "This, what is happening? Like, where are we?" <laughs> but because um, you know, there's there's like punk music mixed with like folk music that's playing, and it like everything in between. Um, it's like th- they got all this crap everywhere on the walls that kind of doesn't make sense but it goes with you know the hipster feel of the of the world like we have all this rustic stuff but we all have all this really crazy artsy stuff over it in this sounds corner. like what you're and describing like, is like hipster tgi fridays right uh, now that's much, what it sounds like, like you're describing right now is like <laughs> a place with all of that funny shit on the wall but yeah. it's specifically tuned to yeah. a hipster crowd oh yeah definitely and uh, so it is, like, not 
And so me and my mom just kept telling him, like, just imagine you're in, like, Europe or something, and you're trying something new. That's basically what's happening right now. This is like a, this is like a European-style, like, place that you would go and find in, like, Amsterdam or something. It's, you know, that's what it is. And so, so we finally sit for, like, and we get a table. We were, like, contemplating leaving and all that. And we get a table, and it was delightful. I had a pink elephant beer, which was a combination of two Belgians that would, like, I need to be, I need to make it myself because of how delicious it was. And I had chicken and waffles that... Ah, chicken and waffles. Oh, chicken and waffles. Okay, so if you like chicken and waffles, Zach, we need to go here because the... I don't think I took a, I did not take a picture, but the stack of waffles was like <laughs> as big as my head and like then some and then chicken on top. And it was great. And and I think my dad ended up really enjoying it. I could be wrong. He could have just like tolerated it. But <laughs> it, it was just like it was fun because you don't see him in that kind of situation much and it was it was really fun and he ended up enjoying it which you know that that i take that as a personal win because <laughs> it's like yeah i knew that you would at least enjoy it to stay here you're not gonna leave in a really like you're not gonna leave in a tiff and be like all those hipsters i can't handle it anymore <laughs> um but yeah so so julian's if you're ever in the providence area go there because they're really really good um, get the chicken and waffles, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's all you need to get. And what else did I do? Hmm. Oh, I started watching Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends because I never watched it as a kid. Wait, really? Yeah, I never. I wasn't really a Cartoon Network uh, kid because whether or not it was, like, the animation or what, something about Cartoon Network kind of freaked me out or, like, made me feel unsettled. <laughs> So I was like, yeah, I'll just stick with Fairly Odd Parents and SpongeBob. Well, well it's um, let that. me think, because Foster's Home was, I believe, the same animator that did Dexter's Lab and Powerpuff, and Powerpuff Girls, Girls and yes. Samurai Jack. Yeah, yeah, so, like it's crazy. and Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, which is which is crazy that I never watched it because even though I just said you know I didn't watch those Cartoon Network things, like I like Powerpuff Girls, I like Samurai Jack. Dexter's Lab never did anything for me. I didn't really care about it. I'm just um, upset now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm. It's it's these shows that like if I watch now, I have no doubt in my mind I will end up loving them. But as a kid, I just was like, no, I want fairies. <laughs> I want fairly god, fairly odd parents, and and boy ghosts. And sponges that can talk to me. Fairly odd parents and boy ghosts. <laughs> like, oh my god! This is this is what I want, please. It's the weirdest title for a memoir I've ever heard, but okay, <laughs> sure. Um, but like, if I had access to Dexter's Lab, I would watch it like right now. I I would have no problem watching it as an adult now, which is really funny because everybody who like finds out I never watched it, they're like, "What is wrong with you?" And of course, um, the best episode of Dexter's Laboratory ever is Omelette du Fromage, <laughs> where he f does the thing. He does the thing that everything he did in like the late '90s and early 2000s on every sitcom, which is he falls asleep. I think listening yes. to a yep. French tape, and when he wakes oh, yeah, up, I... for some reason, all he can say is cheese omelette in French yep. over and over. Yeah. So like, I know <laughs> that episode, and I know things of Dexter's Lab, like the amount of times. I get called Dee Dee, but like in in the way that de like one of my coworkers will run around going Dee Dee, like I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, I at least get it. I'm not offended by it, <laughs> but it was it's crazy that so um, Foster's like I was like yeah I don't understand why I never watched this because it's actually really good <laughs> and like it is totally a Dale show. <laughs> About just, yep, we're gonna pull out some heartstrings. Oh yeah! Oh, like, there were some sad episodes of that yeah, show, man. I mean, the first episode's pretty sad. <laughs> like, it it really is. Yeah, I remember um, when that premiered. They made like a such a big deal out of it because it's mm -hmm. like a three part 
premiere, which means yes. it's like an hour and a half, like oh, like movie, yeah. to which introduce I, that show. Which I've only watched part one, so I'm like, this is crazy that they did a to be continued on a pilot. Mm. Like that is so bold. Well, and and I mean that's entirely because like at that point, Samurai Jack had been huge yeah. for them, and Dexter's Lab was huge, and Powerpuff Girls was huge. Like he had he was writing his own ticket on Cartoon Network yeah. to cut. That was like the show he wanted to make. But it's so. like that that that's so cool to me. That yeah, okay, you have this like you know that you can do this, but that is still a risk and still a huge oh, yeah. bold like bold, bold thing to do. And it worked. And I think that is the one of the most impressive things <laughs> ever. Um so yeah, so I'm gonna be starting watching that and if I could get if I can get my hands on like Powerpuff Girls, I can watch, and I'm probably gonna rewatch Power Powerpuff Girls. What? What? Powerpuff Girls. Rip, 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 rip. Yeah. And uh, and I'm if I could get my hands on um, Dexter's Lab, I would watch that too. It's just it's crazy. Like I was talking with my coworkers about it, and they were like, "You've never seen Fosters? You've never seen this? You've never seen that?" And I'm like, <laughs> and like the big one is Courage the Cowardly Dog, and like Invader Invader Zim. <clears throat> Like, yeah, Courage was the people, weird one because yeah, Invader Zim was also weird for Nickelodeon, but Courage was for a Cartoon Network show. It was weird. I still cannot believe that they put that on the air. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I forgot that Invader Zim was Nick, um, Nickelodeon because it felt like a Cartoon Network. Like, Cartoon Network, the cool thing about Cartoon Network, it was, it felt like all, like, the darker shows, like, in tone and whatnot. And not, uh, not even in tone. It was more like just the characters for some reason. Like yeah. cow and chicken having like their parents are just feet. Mm-hmm. And that's not even that's not even like a thing where you only saw them from the waist up. There were times where they would show them from the waist up and there was no waist up. Yeah. They were just hips and feet. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which, like, cow and chicken was another one where I was like, I know cow and chicken and I know there are things in cow and chicken that I find funny. But I never watched it. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm OK with this. I'll watch the episode where they go to hell or heaven or whatever, or they climb up. There's like this huge building they have to climb into the sky, and I'll remember that because there was a lot of creepiness going on, but something was cool. I could be making some fun. No, I mean, too. the first episode, I mean, the very first, back when, what was it called? On It was Oh Yeah Cartoons yeah. on Cartoon yes. Network. Yes. So that was where you saw the pilot for a lot of those shows. Come like Dexter's Lab was just a short on Oh Yeah Cartoons at first before it became its own show. Same with Johnny Bravo. Same with Cow and Chicken. And so like Cow and Chicken is that they go like they I, I forget why, but they meet the devil like the big yes. red guy is okay. what they call him. And he just like comes up out of an elevator out of the ground. Yeah, I remember I feel like that. Chicken, I feel like Chicken maybe does some sort of like gambling or something. Mm-hmm. It's very like um, Cuphead. Yes, that's <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Chicken does something with like he's betting on dice or something. Yep. And ends up getting into like in in with Satan, and like Cow is trying to save his soul for some reason. Yep. And this is all like a ten minute cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But like when I tell people that I never watch Courage, they're like, "Why? How? Who? Who are you? Like, what is wrong with you?" I'm like. That show scared me. Like, that is the earliest memory of, like, being terrified by a cartoon. And I was, like, having none of it. And I think that's partially why I also stayed away from Cartoon Network shows. Because I was like, if it can produce, if if courage can come out of this world, I don't want to (laughs) know anything else that comes out of it at all. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's, it's weird. But, you know. As an adult, I, I, I can watch cartoons and actually, like, watch them and, like, know the deeper meanings behind some of the stuff that is going on. So I might go back and watch. It's it's kind of cool that I can, like, go back and watch all of these older cartoons that I did not care about as a kid with, like, fresh eyes. Like, you keep saying, like, I'm so jealous you don't, like, you keep saying I, I get to watch Beetlejuice for the first time and I get to play some other game for the first time. I don't remember. And it's like, yeah, I guess thank you, Younger Dale, for being scared of cartoons. Yeah, Beetlejuice, that 80s <laughs> hit that we fucking completely thought came out in, like, 1997. Yeah, yeah. I, when you said it was an 80s, like, I was well, I thought it was early 90s. I thought it was, like, 91, 92. Yeah, and then the show was, 90s. like, and then I thought the show was, like, 93, 94. Yeah. It's like, nope, the movie's 1988. The cartoon was 1989 to That's 1991. Crazy. That means it existed alongside Batman the Animated Series. Mm. 
<sighs> yeah, it's crazy. That's insane. <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's been it. I mean. <laughs> Good. Nothing else. Short episode. No, Good to go. I mean, there's, there's, there's. <laughs> I think there's something else that we need to talk about. Oh my god! <laughs> I cannot believe you got me to watch this thing. <laughs> I so, can't either. I get a text message today because I got a text message today in which Dale says, "Hey, did you know there's a movie called Episode 50? You should watch the trailer. <laughs> to which my immediate response was, were you just Googling episode 50 to see what came up for things, for bits for this podcast? And that is exactly what I was doing, friends. And what's great is that the trailer video is like super low definition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, looks like it was shot on a handheld camera. And so like, I don't know. I could barely read the words that were in English there. Oh, and I so, could barely read them. So it's, but then you know what the you know what they say though, right? Because I sent you the I picture. Kind of, so, so basically, what what we wait? Oh no, yes, gonna... no, I got yes, I got the I got I got that. Then then I watched the actual movie, which is also available on YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. But through through being posted from a German television channel, yeah, I don't. And so all of the all of the cards, all of the all of the the text yes. was in German, yep. except that all of the dialogue was in English and there was no subtitles in German, which also made me laugh on top of that. Yeah. It was so, very weird. It was a very weird thing to watch. I, I like immediately recognized that it was probably just the text from the trailer being like, there were two teams that went into this asylum. They never, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Usual, usual, like, <laughs> this is a true story, uh, found footage horror stuff yeah. that would usually come up. And but. it was, it was, there, there were, there was that one that it goes to them, like, actually going to the asylum. We'll explain what the actual movie is once we get over this. It I mean, will we? Because we'll yes, say words yes, that yes, will sound will. like an explanation. Oh, I got this. <laughs> I got this in the bag. I can explain this perfectly. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, but there's that one title card that like is definitely just exposition. Like on this day, blah blah blah. All of these guys went here, and um, they brought uh, blah blah blah. And then this team came. Like it was definitely just filler, like exposition filler. <laughs> like so, it was like okay, I don't need any of that. I don't. I'm cool. I can follow along. Um, but basically, what this movie is is the short synopsis is. After three years and 49 episodes, the television show Paranormal Investigators... Also known as P.I., which they will say throughout the movie. P.I. Um, go for their final episode, and when... And, and, but it was never released. It was mysteriously canceled. And, like, this is apparently, like, them making the 50th episode that was never released or something. Because, oh, spoiler alert, we're going to get it out of the way right here. Everyone except for two people in the film crews die. <laughs> Actually, even the film crew, no, because... I was going to say, well, this final shot, again, like, spoiler alert for this movie you don't need to watch, <laughs> is the guy that sent them there watching the video. That's it. So, I mean, presumably yeah. he got the video somewhere, but they don't so, actually, sh like, what you, that's, yeah, you don't really know yeah. what happens to a couple of people in this. They yeah. just kind of drop off the, the movie yeah. somewhere. Two, uh, oh, excuse, I think three people live. I think, because these names are going to mean nothing to you right now. Andy, They're going to mean nothing to me, and I watched this movie two hours ago. Uh, <laughs> and three people, Andy, Ricky, and Jose. All right. So basically... Is that all just their crew? No. It's Ricky is from the religious group. Okay. And which, oh, we, yeah, Zach, that's the I other am thing. so excited. So, the, so here's the deal. Here's the setup for Paranormal <laughs> Instincts or whatever the hell that show is called. Par paranormal, paranormal inactivity. <laughs> they, <laughs> is that it's two guys who are open-minded to the idea that, um, there's unexplained phenomena that science is not explained, but they refuse to believe that there is like a supernatural or paranormal 
reason to them. Yes. And so they go to people's houses and they go to haunted places and they find scientific reasons for what's happening. They're basically modern day Houdinis. This is literally what Houdini yeah. would do. They, Houdini they... was convinced that he would, was convinced that there was stuff out there we couldn't understand. So he just went around to people who were like, I'm a psychic. And then he proved that they were making it up. Yeah. And he was constantly in search of things that he actually was hoping were actually true. So these two guys, kind of the same thing. And then they have like a three person crew with them. Uh, girl and guy and Andy other and guy. <laughs> girl it's and guy just, and other guy. It's just Andy and Jose. It's a four. No, there's five. Of, no. No, there's five of them because mm-hmm. there's definitely a scene in which they are talking to a blonde guy that is, that is yeah. with them. Blonde guy is part of the other group. Really? Because yes. he got along with them so well. Yeah, I just no. assumed he was friends with those guys. No. Oh, my God. He's part of the other group, Zach. It's crazy. Oh, uh, because then they show up to this asylum. So they've been given a chance. There's a you know an asylum that had been shut down. Nobody was ever allowed in. And this super rich guy. I forget what his connection is to the place. So, I don't know if he's like runs the town no, or he's just so, super rich. Whatever. So what it is is that this guy, who was like a millionaire or or billionaire or whatever, he went to prison, and he like fucked over a whole bunch of people. Went to prison for probably embellishment or whatever. I don't know embellishment. Embezzlement. Embezzlement. This whole movie was embellishment, but he probably went to jail for embezzlement, right? Yes. Thank you. Embezzlement. Um, And then, like, they – and he finally – like, they're waiting for, like, this big break to make their their series finale to, like, end it off with a bang. And they get a call from this dude, and they're like, perfect. This is gonna this is gonna get us where we need to go, blah 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 blah. They meet with this guy and he has um like stage four pancreatic cancers. Yeah, he's got like an oxygen tank attached to yeah. him. He's barely whispering. Yeah. Which was annoying trying to understand what he was saying. Oh, I have to, I have a story of how I had to watch this movie to understand the dialogue that and the audio. Like <laughs> I yeah. I, I hold on. So this guy has I think it was stage four pancreatic cancer and he hires the debunkers. We're going to go with that. He hires the debunkers to go to this, um, insane asylum, which they call something. I don't even remember what they call, but like, is, is not a term that you would use to describe an insane asylum. Like it was, it was bad. It was, it was really, really bad. Um, but he hires them to go there because he's like, I've, I've, uh, been with more women than Tiger Woods. I've done more drugs than this person. I've fucked over this many people. I've, d- I've, 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 um, broken every sin ten times, blah, 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 blah. He's like, I basically just need you to go to this asylum to prove that I won't rot in hell. I need you to prove that hell doesn't exist is basically the whole motivation for this movie. That is so funny because I did not get that. I thought that for some reason he was connected to that. Like, I thought he was like some family member that like of the people that ran the asylum. And so he was the one that could let them in. I don't know. Because they have to get like a special thing that says they're allowed to be there. Yeah. Because so that they can for, for the them. weekend, yeah. right? Because the whole thing about the, asi- the 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 asylum, the hospital, is that people were killed there, and and um like like bad nineteen forties in yes. like asylum treatment. Yeah. That, yeah. But also like after the asylum was killed, um, after the asylum was closed down, when people went there, they were killed. So like five homeless men uh, took shelter there; they were all killed. Um, like, night guards were killed, uh, two girls were killed, and another girl, like, killed herself, because she, it was crazy. So they were like, we're shutting this down, no trespassing, no one can go here. So he basically is like, I'm gonna pay for these two groups to go, and figure out, and basically prove to me that heaven and hell either exists or doesn't exist just so I can know if I'm going to burn in hell because I've been a prick my entire life. But what's great about this is he doesn't tell these guys that he hired that he also hired a second group, the second group being religious religious, fanatics. The religious Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, as you so nicely coined the term, the religious (laughs) Ghostbusters. 
who are run by this like preacher dude who I swear to God the actor changed five times or his lighting was bad or something. I don't even because there know. were scenes, there were just scenes where he did not look like himself. The only time I recognized him is from the giant cross hanging from his neck. His hair. And I was like, and I was like, oh, it's that guy. <laughs> oh, it's that guy. And then I was like, oh, okay. So is this just like someone else wearing a bad wig and the cross because this guy couldn't come in and act or something, or is the so- lighting just that different? What is going on with this actor? <laughs> yeah. So he. Dylan Miller, which is, oh I, God. like, know all their names. I got really into this movie by the end of it, let me tell you. Apparently. Um, but so he, like, I never trusted him. Ever. But I don't know, but, like, that was wrong. I, that was, I, I could have trusted him. He was not the bad guy. I thought he was going to be the bad guy. I thought, what I thought this movie was going to be is that, he was oh right, so he just—he's hyped... just wrong, right? He no, just no. thinks that he's talking to some other ghost, and it turns out to be a different. We'll get into it. Yeah, no. I was trying to remember exactly what he did because at some point he starts running around blaming himself for things. Yeah, because but... <clears> he like opened the portal. So right. I, I thought when I saw him, I was like, okay, you're hyper religious. You just want people to believe that there are that there are supernatural things, so that people will believe that there is that there is like heaven and afterlife, all that. Okay. So what I thought is that. He was gonna be like planting people and stuff, and he. You thought was he was gonna, gonna Scooby Doo. You I thought he was gonna Scooby Doo the whole building. I totally <laughs> thought he was gonna Scooby Doo the building, and like, and I was like, okay, cool. Preacher Dylan, I would have yeah. gotten no way for it too if it weren't for you, crazy, paranormal <laughs> investigator. Yeah. So I, I a hundred percent, that's where it was going, and no, <laughs> turns out. Hell really is real. And, yep, this, like, was a whole but, religious, like... And what's, but what starts happening thing. is that then as they're going around and they start talking about trying to figure out what's haunting the place, you get all of this, like, lore dump explanation of it could be a poltergeist or it could be an inhuman. Yep. Because that's just a phrase they start throwing around. Which is where basically... A poltergeist- Whereas basically it's, it could be a shitty ghost or it could be an angry demon. Like yes. those are your two options. And sometimes the shitty ghosts pretend to be the angry demons because they don't have as much control as the demons do. And so I wonder but, what's going on. And vice versa. Up. The demons can disguise as poltergeists because the main demon dude disguised himself as a poltergeist. Just to breaking get, all the rules. To get close to the mentalist, the medium who had to be on the team of the religious Ghostbusters. Right, this girl that just like regularly allows herself to be possessed throughout yes. the movie so that they can talk to the ghosts yeah. and then she freaks out about it. Yeah. yeah. She... Who is also sleeping with Dylan, right? She's oh, the one that's yes. also sleeping with uh, the past. 100%. Okay. There's that really <laughs> creepy, there's a really creepy shot of the two of them on the stairs. On the staircase. Yes, yes I remember oh that. My I, was God. Like, are we about, I was like, YouTube, are you about to show me some sort of weird, explicit softcore scene in the middle? It was, it was super uncomfortable. I'm like, this is, uh, guys, what is happening here? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because what happens is they start talking to the ghosts through the medium girl and they start, and it's, and it's, um, <laughs> it's a kid or something that, that doesn't yeah. have a name from as any of the patients in the thing. So the skeptical guys start thinking, okay, so we don't believe that there's an afterlife, but we do believe that there's a possibility that energy exists after someone dies. And so maybe somehow that energy, like, and if that energy can reconstitute itself into any sort of afterlife being, then, but go wherever it wants, then that means it can't possibly mean that heaven and hell exist. It just means the energy exists. It's the weirdest logic that yeah. these guys have brought to the table where they're like, so we'll give you ghosts, but we're not giving you hell. Yeah. Like, hold on. Why? Yeah. <laughs> hold on. yeah, exactly. Like, we're not going to cross like the, the logical, line. The, lo- the place where they decided to put the light in the sand is the weirdest place that they could put the light in the yeah. sand. Because it wasn't just we believe that the energy exists after you die. Cool. That sounds like a somewhat scientific way to think about it. But for them to then be like, so sometimes they might come back as ghosts. But if they're not like the ghosts of the people that died, they're just other energy ghosts, then that means it still means that heaven and hell don't exist. Hold on. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, they, did, they didn't die here. Like, they weren't part of this asylum, so so they have no connection here. So like they just they just so, chill out here. So so possibly what? so yeah. So clearly, <laughs> if a ghost, because the only way that ghosts inhabited hell could exist is also if they have that whole unfinished business connection to the yeah. building thing that we've seen in pop culture. <laughs> oh my god. So 
So basically, the this whole movie, like, it it took a turn for me at a certain point, where it like started to get semi good, and I was like, oh, I'm into this now. I hate that I'm into this movie now because. This is awful. It just felt like a student film, which, like, oh, yes. I feel oh, bad definitely. saying. Oh, speaking of student films, God, I hope I brought it back to New Mex- from New Mexico with oh, me. Gosh. We are going to watch an actual student film oh. now that you say this. Oh. We'll talk about it later. Oh. That might be – we're going we're gonna to have some fun. But, yes, I have seen the results of student films, and I yes. I've seen the results of student films. Because I had to make oh, so actually, many of I them. Oh, actually, I should say, this isn't even a student film that I'm thinking of. This was made by a production company that then went and distributed the movie themselves because they couldn't get other people <laughs> to distribute it because it was bad. Yeah. So, well, so like, yeah. I, like, apparently, according to IMDb, this had an estimated budget of $74,000. Oh, that's about right. I thought you were about yeah. to say $74 million, and no. I was going to say, someone got away with murder. No. <laughs> <That's> with gonna... <laughs> all of that money went into the final scene of that movie. Yup. <laughs> because once 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 you had like two two or three really good shots of like someone getting stabbed or something cuz the at some point the <coughs> black guy gets like something through his chest and there's like Damon? a pretty good his Yeah, name David was gets Damon. A, David gets a pretty good of course it was. <laughs> like shot through the chest of, from something and like stabbed by a ghost or something. It was a pretty good like, like effect of, of like blood spray. That made me that. real upset cuz I really liked Damon. <laughs> Was wasn't there also wasn't there also a connection to the other the other host and yeah, and so, Dylan? Didn't they like go to church together at some so, point and then split up? So <laughs> the like grand finale, I don't even know. So Damon and Jake, who are the like leads of the of the debunkers of the PIs, they were like friends as children, and something paranormal happened to them that they don't share with the public. They're just like, yeah, something happened to us as kids, and that's why we do what we do. Um, okay, see, because there was a scene where Jake and Damon were, like, talking, and Jake said something about that. <laughs> I remember him waving his arms around in his black T-shirt and talking about this with Damon. <laughs> but what I assumed, what I, it sounded like what he was saying was that something happened with him and Dylan as kids. No. I was... See, I was under the impression that him and Dylan had, like, known each other when they were kids so... and, like, were part of the same like church or something. So they kind of were. So the the thing about Dil- uh, Dylan and Jake were like Dylan was like I was chosen by God to do this and to like prove that all of this exists and blah 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 and like all of that right. So you get to the final part and he Jake is freaking out because he's like you can't be running around and like because they think that a portal. What D- Dylan was mad at himself about was that he got tricked by the the inhuman, the demon guy. Right. Because he basically let the demon back into the world and open, helped it open a portal, <coughs> which was at a different location. Well, okay, that was another the thing. Asylum. They got in cars at some point and drive away from the, the asylum <laughs> because the guy who was doing all of this was an inmate and got sent to the asylum. So all so they of, had to go so to like, like the prison. Is that where they yes. end up? So they okay. had to go to the prison where he <laughs> was like performing rituals and like where all of the demons were being held, where all of the ghosts were being held, and they could not leave. And he was just like, "I'm a demon. I'm keeping you here because I can and because I'm evil." And so, oh man! So they get to the in to the so Dylan's trying to rectify the situation that he put everybody in by getting tricked by a demon. So like, it's okay, Dylan. Demons trick people. That's like literally in their do. job description. Um. So he's trying to rectify the situation, and he's like, Jake, you need to snap out of it. You need to confront this. You know, you were chosen by God too when your sister died in that fire when you were a kid. And all of that. And he's like, you know it was set by a demon. It was not your fault. And you just go on to debunk all this stuff because you don't want to believe that a demon killed your sister. And it was like, what kind of info dump was that, guys? Oh, God. (laughs) And it's like literally the last, like, 
five minutes, all of that info just gets dumped on you. And it's like, oh, now is when you're going to have, like, story? Like, like heavy story? <laughs> and, like, like this, I mean, I guess I don't know where else that would have came in. But, like, it was, I was like, damn, I hate that I'm so into this movie right now. So, so yeah, so that's what happened to them as kids is that Jake's sister died in a fire and he thought, and he like got burned by his hand trying to, burned his hand trying to help her and somehow they figured out it was a demon that set the fire. So. Oh man. Yep. Yep. Also, yep. I like the fact that, like, so through all this movie, though, uh, because of the quality of the cameras they're working with, sometimes it seems like it's a found footage film, and sometimes it's just bad filmmaking. Yes. And also, every now and then, it would go to, like, a, a camera that's, like, hooked up in a hallway, but <laughs> it would have to tell you that. So a thing in German would come up that I assume is, like, upper stairwell camera two or something, <laughs> but it would just be a title card with a string of letters I couldn't read. Yeah. And then someone would go flying. And then someone would go flying down a hallway. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, like a ghost will come by, or like a you know a specter. What was really cool was the nurse character. That was yeah, cool. that was the thing that confused me too. So the oh, nurse. Okay, I'll explain it. What 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 confused you, Zach? Who was she and why was she there? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last one that the guy killed, right? The last inmate, or the um, last person that the the demon had killed yes. that was trying to okay. Yeah. So, so she was just chilling around, talking to people like, hey, <coughs> watch out for this dude. She was trying to like, yeah, like tell okay. them, hey, you need to leave because this dude's coming back or whatever. And that kid that's been talking to you is actually this bad, this, this, you know, um, serial killer who was like doing all this ritual stuff to open a portal to the underworld. And you need to get out of here. <laughs> So she was basically, um, yeah, she was his last victim, but wrong. Like, um, I think she killed him. So then the, the asylum people killed her. And then, so she was like trying to help, but instead got killed. Oh, was she, was it that I think she was, so she killed the guy Yeah. and then they thought that they, she had gone crazy. So they locked her up in the asylum. And so she died in the asylum. Yeah. So she was like in the patient records. So they weren't sure if they could <laughs> trust her because she was in the patient records yeah, as a crazy but, person. But they, the whole thing of Andy, who was the girl on the PI side, the, the bunker side, right? she like Andy was talking to her and she was like, no, she was trying to tell us that this is not good and that she was actually the good guy in the situation. Right. And she got killed by everybody at the asylum. People went crazy on her. And um, so I think what happened was since she got killed, the portal got messed up because she wasn't the intended victim i think i don't know that part was a little well also let's also talk about the fact that throughout all of this for some reason andy's mostly the only one having any sort of interview and it's with a guy in a kilt with a heavy scottish accent who i don't quite understand (laughs) what his purpose was Uh, he was he was their (laughs) guest star he was like their guest star because it was the final episode of the series. But like he was the one interviewing them for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. And but he, like so all of a sudden, this guy in a heavy, this guy just like a heavy Scottish accent just shows up in a kilt. Yep. And then they all are like, "What the hell are you doing in a kilt?" And he goes and puts pants on. Yeah. No, he 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 was making kilt jokes and no one was appreciating it. So he's like, "Screw you guys, I'm putting pants on." Like these are quality jokes. And no one's appreciating, so he just leaves. He also locked in the asylum. So we don't know if he's alive. Oh, man. He got, like, left behind by everybody. And so did Ricky and Jose. Ricky was the blonde guy. Jose was the Latino guy. Yes. Yes, he yeah. was. Um, Or Richie. Richie was the blonde guy. So Ugh. yeah, it was so the 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 whole nurse thing was basically to help. She was like helping them. 
I think. Oh, is Richie the one that was fighting with Jose about the cameras when they first showed up, yes. right before the separate but equal line? Yes. Yeah, okay. I didn't realize that. that. I didn't realize that was the same guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was the same guy. God. <laughs> also, also, someone says, "Haven't you ever heard of separate, separate but equal. equal?" In front of a black man and a Latino man. To prove her point. <laughs> to make her prove her point that like, every that they can coexist in this murder place. Yeah. In this haunted, in this haunted asylum, by talking about Jim Crow segregation. Yes. Uh, because, like, what the fuck else? Like, what? Why? We are. We were already making a terrible movie. Let's add this. To make it extra terrible. Like, what kind of line is that? I was so dumbfounded. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I like to think I was improv. I like to think she said that and someone on set went, perfect line. Yeah. Can't believe we didn't think of that one. Oh, my God. Like, Put it in the movie. I, I, oh, jeez. I, uh. I could not. I was like, what kind of movie is this going to be? Because that's not okay. <laughs> no. Can we also talk about the... Let's also, we're going backwards now, but that's because we also have to talk about, like, this is your introduction to the movie. First off, I mean, that's your introduction to Andy as a character, which is great, but, uh, right, that was her name? Andy, Andy. Yeah. Andy was the, that, okay. introduction is that she, like, she, she got dizzy and fainted in the first house that they go to in the movie. Yeah, but let's talk about... Poisonous paint fumes that these dumb people just left out. Yeah, let's talk about the opening shot, like, as they're establishing this, this the team from Paranormal Investigators. The opening yeah. shot is a guy running around his house with a crowbar, screaming, and then his wife opens the door, and he just <laughs> cold cocks her, whacks her in the face with the crowbar, because he's laughed. a ghost. And I was like, what the hell did Dale <laughs> just find for us to watch that this is the movie? <laughs> I laughed like, way too hard at that he's just screaming his head off and this woman just opens the door and it's the it's the exact scene you see in every horror movie where someone comes running in the door and someone like stabs the person and then realizes oh that's actually not the killer yeah. that's my friend yeah. but they definitely give you just too long of a shot of her still on the ground with the guy like oh my god what did i do that i thought that woman was dead Me too. so in the next scene when the two of them are talking to them and she's got a giant black eye and a giant bandage on yes. her head like something you would see in an snl skit yeah i was like what the hell movie are we watching <laughs> Oh. I just the so the the like the parts where I was like oh so I took like notes I'm like okay they did some cool effects to like get the point across but like you guys need to rise to those effects if you're gonna use cool effects you need to be cool as cool as those effects that you are using um whoever played the nurse fantastic. Because the whole thing about the nurse was that, like, all of her bones were broken and she was shoved into a box. So when we first see the nurse, she, like, comes out of this box. Yeah. Doing, like, um, bone breaking. Um, is that what it's called? Yeah. It's like bone breaking dance moves, kind of. Uh, if you've ever seen people. Um, like, like in break like, dancing and, like break, and stuff. Like, yeah. where's that? Looks like, yeah, yeah as they're twisted it's, around it, and. I, I think it's called, like, Bone Breaking. Like, you can, it, you know, whatever. Uh, if you look up this dancer called Fiction, he does it really, really well. Um, they're like B-boys, you know, because I watch Dancing with the Stars, and, and so you think you can dance. Yes. I actually don't think this is the first time that B-boys <laughs> has been brought up on this podcast in 50 episodes. To be honest, I think you've talked about them before. Have I? Uh, I, I think love, so. I love it. I love it. Because <laughs> they're great. And... It's hella impressive what they can do with their bodies. But anyways, the, whoever was playing the nurse, like, was doing that so well. The movements, like, down the hallway. And, like, yeah, okay, you clearly are a ghost who has some broken bones right now. And I am going co- to commend you for that. Like, that's just good body action and body acting. So that was really good. Um, when they actually got her and, and the, the little boy poltergeist on film, how they scratched them out of the film was really, really cool. And it was basically just like 
half half of the picture was fuzzy, but you could still oh, see. Yes, you, know, you could. It was kind of like they were pixelated out, like they, you know. But it was like the whole top but half the of the frame, frame was completely. Yeah. yeah. So like that was I appreciated that visually. That was really cool. And then um, it was the whole bottom half of the frame when the young boy poltergeist was killing the medium. Oh, yeah, by the way, the medium gets her neck snapped. Yup. Which, like, that was a crazy And actually a pretty cool effect. She gets dragged down the hallway and raised up in her neck. Oh, man. Like, that was a cool effect that they did really, really well. And then um, when the, like, demon guy shows up, when, like, the actual, I, I think his name was Blake. Blake Davis or something like that when he actually shows up and they go to like the like base like the catacomb it, it looked like catacombs underneath the the jail when it was like the gates of hell there's always a tunnel system was, underneath us yeah yeah <laughs> and he was like it was, so it was like the gates of hell which was the portal that Dylan was talking about that he opened and the the guy had turned into like this devil creature that was cool. It it did not look as well as 2019 effects, but this was a 20. This was 2011. It's right? a 2011 like yeah. B, B B level movie, C level B level yeah. movie. It, so that was really really cool, and <clears throat> I appreciated the hell out of that. Pun intended. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and like. like Letting that go by. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, the, like, shadow work was really cool, too. So, like, the little, like, ghost effects were really cool and, like, were well incorporated. But everything else was just like, oh, my God, guys. We need to, we need to, we need to calm down here. But, like, it it really grabbed me once they started going into the backstory of like the nurse and the little boy and like the little boy is not a little boy he's actually this demon like it was, it was they crazy. like they set up like a story and law and lore that actually kind of works it's just that yeah, the, it was the not ex- executed getting well. to it was not the yeah, easiest thing no, no. <clears throat> yeah it was so like by the end of it I was like damn if you if you were at this level the whole time you would have been a decent movie. <laughs> But yeah, it was, I, I cannot believe it exists and that I found those, it. Those are some of the fun, those are some of the funnest, like, dumb gems to find. Oh my those are great. God. And like, I, I don't watch horror movies. Like, I don't watch scary movies. But the reason why I watch this one is I'm like, this is clearly going to be bad. So like, I can have fun with it. But then I got really into it and I'm like, damn it. There's actually two. This made me think of two horror movies that are actually one of them is actually very good. The other one better than it should be, but kind of on this level. Uh, the first one is Grave Encounters, which is another like found footage horror movie that is mm. almost to the letter. This exact same movie, if you take out the like religious group that goes with them. But it's just this like group of these people. They, they have a show called Grave Encounters and they're going to this house. And this is the footage from, you know, the, the lost footage of the last time they went out on a thing. And it's very well done. Like when you talk about, uh, you know, you weren't sure how they would put some of the story into this. Well, yeah. this movie solves that because you actually have scenes of them like sitting around and like eating and waiting for things to happen, which is when they will have those conversations yeah. about like their relationships and the how to each other. And then like what they're doing. And the, I think it's a house in this one. I can't remember if it's a house or a full hospital or something. It's but that's very good. It also has a very terrible sequel. Grave Encounters 2 sucks. <laughs> It's so bad, but Grave Encounters is amazing, and it, I don't think it's like you might be able to rent it online, but it's not like just streaming anywhere anymore, and that's a shame. But the other one this made me think of is called Devil's Pass, which is based on a you know somewhat true story of like there's like a mountain pass in like Russia somewhere where people no one could ever make it through people just disappeared every time they tried to go through it, and like weird stuff would happen, and there was like these weird stories of like hikers would be out there and then one of them all of a sudden in the morning was like hey where's my partner i was hiking with they're completely naked and frozen solid out in the snow and their tongue is gone what's going on stuff like that and so this is like well we have the real answer and of course there was some sort of like philadelphia experiment style 
transporting bullshit going on where people are turning into monsters as we try to transport all craziness but like better than it should be but also way off the rails <laughs> just like this movie goes yeah so like grave encounters definitely watch it devil's past definitely watch it but like with friends and drunk <laughs> yeah. and episode 50 definitely watch with friends and drunk <laughs> oh no I, I it's one of those movies where it's like that those last like 10 minutes are the best part of the movie that's the and short like, film that this whole thing was based on is like... <laughs> yeah i don't know oh as soon oh, as oh. Oh, it was crazy it was crazy and i can't believe yeah i my whole i just want to let my whole intent when i i google searched 50th episode <laughs> just to see what would show up because i was like Oh, we were originally going to talk about Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Mighty D2. Ducks. D- yes, we yes, were. We were originally going to watch. Unfortunately, talk also about not D2. streaming anywhere. I know you own it, but <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, not streaming anywhere. So, so that got. So I was like, I wonder what we're going to talk about tonight to like make it our fi- like grand. You know, this is our fiftieth episode, and I was like, oh, I'll look up like top 50 lists or like what to do on a 50th episode or like look at what other things and and when you google search 50th episode the third freaking thing third result is this movie and i was oh, like man what is this and I, I read it and i'm like this is insane this is ridiculously insane and I, I, I need to let Zach know because I can't keep this to myself and not have it be what this episode is about. Uh, well, oh, man. we did it. We did we it. We did the thing. We did the thing where we watched the thing and we talked about the thing. Oh, my God. I mean, it's an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, Jeez. man. I can't believe that we watched this movie. Yeah, that was the other thing. I can't believe that you. This was at like four o'clock this afternoon, and you're like, "I'm like, we've got time. Yeah. We've got time to watch this if that's yeah. what we're gonna do." Yeah, it's only an hour and twenty minutes, and to be frank, twenty minutes of that is black title cards, like yeah, pretty <laughs> that much we can't, that we can't read. Um, <laughs> so before we finish, <clears throat> I just want to tell you my experience of having to watch this movie. Oh and yeah, what cause... I had to do in order to watch this movie. Okay. So we have a fire stick. Uh, we have a well, our whole house has fire sticks. Actually, we have fire sticks everywhere. But anyways, in our basement we have a fire stick, and so I went to YouTube on the fire stick and could not get the movie, and I was like, I'm I'm not doing this. First of all, I'm not doing this to Zach. I'm not letting because I, I had already the, watched it. Yeah, I'm not I, letting him be the only one of this duo to have watched and sit through this movie. I am not doing that, especially since I am the one who found this. And I'm like, and no, YouTube, why the hell aren't you working right now? You're pissing me off, YouTube. When was the last time that you used YouTube on your Fire Stick? My Quick dad question. uses it all the time. Okay. I think it might have been the lo- like because basement as opposed right. i don't know what the it, no no because there was, was there was a period of time in which youtube just wasn't available on the fire stick because they were fighting with Am- google and amazon were fighting so google like pulled the youtube app from fire stick for a while yeah. so i actually I mean, don't even have it on my 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 own fire stick because i didn't know it was back so it could be that could very well be the issue and it was just you know i i don't know so Eventually, <clears throat> I was like, okay, I'm just going to turn on the PS4 and do YouTube through the PS4. So I was able to find it through that. I st- when, I, when I started watching the movie, and I was like, I can't hear shit. And my audio is at 100. <laughs> and I'm like, this is, I need subtitles. I need some, I can kind of make out what they're saying, but you know, I have, we have the dehumidifier down here. We have the laundry going. I'm like, I need to be able to hear what's going on in this movie. So I like stop it, look around, go back to the fire stick to try and see if that YouTube got jump started somehow. And I'm like, oh my God. So it took me like a good, like when I first said I'm having issues, it took me like a good maybe 20 minutes to like figure out how I was going to watch this movie properly. I eventually had to watch it with headphones on 
and my headphones were plugged into my PS4 controller. So I could listen to what the hell they were saying. The things we do for this podcast. Yeah, so it was just like, it was me and my dad kept coming down to do laundry. And he was like, are, are you are you doing the thing? I'm like, I need to be watching it through headphones, so that's why it's silent down here. It's very weird. It's a very weird situation. I've never had to watch a movie on my television through headphones. And thank you, episode 50, both the movie and the podcast, for giving me that in my life. So, yeah. So this has been the 50th. <laughs> episode of say report junior it's about like this every week really uh yeah, um, pretty much let's see i i thought i was going to be able to come up with like a big list of names we would go through i think we settled on the best one but i also realized that there aren't as many jokes i can make out of the number 50 as i thought mm-hmm. i had 50 first episodes and then That's i had one. and then i had uh i mean there's always the simple one which is nifty 50 oh okay i uh, like that one uh, I also had, I was trying to find a way to get a, a Hawaii 5 joke in there. A Hawaii 5-0 joke in there somewhere. Like, I like this episode Hawaii 5-0. 5 joke. A Hawaii 5 joke. In... <laughs> I was trying to get Hawaii oh, 5 yeah. joke in there. That's great. Um, um, but they're just, I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. So really, finding, the, finding this movie, finding this movie was the best, the best thing that could have happened. Cause oh it was my God. Just... It was so good. Uh, I mean, like, it's not good. Like, it's just, it is, I am happy that it was something that we both got to share. And that I can't, oh my god. I still can't believe that it exists and that we watched it and that we are here now. But yeah, 50 episodes. We made it, everybody. I'm very proud of us. I say that a lot, but I am. We're officially, we mean, we've been saying this since episode 25, but we're past the ground floor of the episode. Yeah. Now it's uh, only gonna go. Also, good news: as of the day of this recording, you'll hear this a couple of days later. But as of the day of this recording, um, all forty-nine previous episodes of the show are up Ooh. on our YouTube channel, Say Report Junior, as well as our three hot mm. topics, and most importantly, the finale to Dream Daddy is up on whoop, our, whoop. which I just titled Matt the Cool Barista. Oh, as he's, our... so cool. <laughs> he's so cool. He's the uh, coolest. I <laughs> so. Man. So that's up there. All three and a half glorious hours are now available oh, for your viewing. Fantastic. <laughs> and... It makes me so happy. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, I mean. And you can find us uh, online, like I said, at YouTube. Uh, if you search Say Report Junior, you can find us on Twitter at Say Report Junior. And then you can find us individually. Uh, I am at Zerwhiskey. And I am at Dale's Brain. And now we definitely deserve ice cream yes, after do. that movie. Yes, we do. Take it away, Liz. Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time. <laughs>